0: Today is October 8th, 2020. This is episode 45 of Back to Normal, so let's get started. Okay, so we left off with episode 44 on <laughs> for those of you who listened, it was only about a 3-minute episode. We left off and my wife was giving birth to uh to our new son, and this was a very interesting um, it was a very interesting morning. I was sitting down at my computer about to record episode four, seven in the morning, and suddenly my wife calls and says, hey, uh, can you come upstairs? And knowing that she's like nine and a half months pregnant, I immediately know what's going on. And um, that's why I had episode 44 recorded from like a month ago. It um, was just in case something like this happened when uh, I needed, I needed to, to put this up. And um, for context now, I've not had time yet to sit in front of my computer. It's been, it's been three days. Um, I've recorded the last episode on, I would have recorded the last episode on October 5th and today is October 8th. Um, so for those of you who haven't had kids, usually, um, pediatricians or, um, doctor wants to see a newborn baby, at least in Ontario, um, within 48 hours of being born or approximately 48 hours, I guess, maybe more like a 48 hours of leaving the hospital. So they'll usually make a follow-up appointment before you leave just to, you know, see how, how things are going and see what's, um, if there's anything to be concerned about. Um, it's very routine. And so, because of the coronavirus, things have been um things have been reduced from what they were last time, what they would have been this time, because obviously i can't uh, I can't go to these appointments. Um, there' can only be one parent allowed, and obviously, my wife needs to feed the baby, and so she has to go. and um, so I'm sitting here in a parking lot recording this episode because I have time to record it now. It doesn't take very long to post it. Um, so yeah, the, what I want to talk about in this episode is basically, um, Trying to figure out a frequency to do these things, and um, having a kid now, and then kind of the process of first the process of what giving birth in during coronavirus was actually like. Obviously, I didn't—I wasn't the one who gave birth, but just the process of what it was like. Yes. So, um, yeah, like I said, October fifth, the timeline um, at seven around seven o'clock, I went downstairs. The normal day, it was Monday, a normal day to go into work, and around seven twenty, like I said, I was getting ready to start recording this episode, episode forty-five. And uh yeah, my wife calls me at 720 and says, come on upstairs. And we had a plan in place. We had everything packed away, uh, ready to go. We called Julia's mom and asked her if she could come over and watch our daughter, because obviously again, coronavirus, only one person could go. And um she couldn't my daughter obviously couldn't go, so came over and watched her. She was still she was still asleep until about eight fifteen or so And we decided we'll wake her up and say goodbye, just so she wasn't completely shocked when um her grandma was there. And so we left the house around 8 830 or so within about an hour of her water breaking, which is which is what happened at 720, by the way. That's why she called. And so we got to the hospital, dropped Julia off at 830. And, you know, it was I mean, I just I just drove up to the door. And like I said, in the one of the previous episodes, I forget what number it is. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but the coronavirus protocols now, now that they have in place um, are basically the person who's giving birth comes and comes to the hospital and the other person who's going to be with them, um, is not allowed in until they're admitted. And so they have to do a bunch of checks and make sure that, um, you know, that she's actually far enough along to be admitted. And then once she's admitted, then the support person, whoever it is, whether it's the husband, whether it's whoever else, um, that's going to come. And so I waited there, I waited similar spot. I'm about, there was no parking spaces where I was last time on, on Monday, but I wait, I'm waiting here now, um, for this appointment, I'm waiting in a similar spot to where I was then. Um, I waited for about two hours then, and just after 10.30, it was like 10.45, um, Julia sent me a text and just said, come. We'd been talking a little bit, but she was waiting to be seen and trying to figure things out. So um, at 10.30, she was admitted. So I went into the hospital, and with all our stuff, because again, coronavirus, they're not letting people just have free entry and and leaving the way they did in 2018 when our first daughter was born. So I had the car seat, I had our clothes all packed up for as long as we needed to be there, which I think we would have done anyways, obviously. Um, but just knowing that no matter how long you're gonna be in the hospital, you need all the stuff you can have. Um, and then yeah, things like snacks and food and stuff, because we like I said, we weren't really allowed to leave the room with with some a few exceptions, um, for like really important reasons. But again, we're not allowed to leave the hospital under normal circumstances. And so yeah, brought all the stuff in, 1030 and before noon. So she basically she started um going into serious labor around ten thirty, between ten to thirty and eleven. Um, so when I showed up, she was kind of really breathing hard. They moved us to the room, and within an hour, so before noon, um, our son was born. So it was really fast. It was really fast with Evie as well, and so we were expecting it to go fast. It was actually full time of of actual labor. It was actually one minute longer at fifty two minutes um, than it was with our daughter, our first daughter Evie, who was, it was fifty one minutes of labor. The actual pushing time in this one was only three minutes. It was actually it was ridiculous how fast the pushing time was so a lot of women are going to be very upset if they listen to this um basically she started pushing well that's to start pushing or told she can start pushing it um 11 he popped out so um yeah it was very 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 fast once we got to that point and yeah from there we um she had a couple of issues with her placenta and so we um we had to deal with that so that took about an extra hour and then we kind of got cleaned up she got um she had to get a few stitches. And then we went to we were brought into the actual room where we we're going to be staying in this the birthing suite is like kind of a bigger room. And it's got um, kind of an extra space. But um, we ended up getting moved into just a regular private room, um, which is kind of just a smaller version of that. And basically, we were told because of the placenta thing that she would need to stay overnight. Otherwise, they're trying with coronavirus and all that they're they're really trying to say if, if there's no complications, if there's no issues, basically, you can stay for kind of 10 hours or something, and then go home. And they actually have this um, kind of pairing up with midwives so that after you give birth, they have this in home um, checkup thing. So rather than needing to stay at the hospital and potentially get checked out for longer, they'll actually send you home immediately, like right away, and then have someone follow up with you later on. And um, so unfortunately, she wasn't eligible for that program. So that's an- another reason why we're here 48 hours later. And yeah, so we ended up spending the night. Things, everything was pretty normal. They always say the first night with a newborn is kind of the easiest one for a while because they're just so tired. They've been through this trauma, um, of you know, being born, all that stuff, their first traumatic experience coming out. Uh, So, um, yeah, he was he was pretty good sleeping that first night. And yeah, so then we got home kind of around the middle of the afternoon the next day. They wanted to basically 24 hours after he was born, they did this newborn screening, which they do in Ontario, just testing. All kinds of different potential genetic issues, um it's very, very routine. They just do a, collect some blood samples and send them off, and then basically we're told, okay, yeah, it's it's all good. we're gonna go home. you've they've they made an appointment for us to come back, which is why we're back at the hospital now. and yeah, so then we went home, and from here, I'm gonna leave this here for now. Julia just said that they're ready, um but I'll come back in a future episode in the next couple of days and basically fill you in more. But we're home now, going to these um, new appointments and kind of coming up, settling down with new life uh, with two kids. So I'll leave it there for now. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.